not easy. Chapter 9 of Nehemiah, the, the title of this chapter in, in CSB, is National Confession of Sin. Um, so he's just going on and, and explaining all the things that they did wrong um, from being freed um, to trying to go back to Egypt and, and picking someone out to, to go back into Egypt. They refused to listen and did, and did not remember your wonders you performed among them. They became stiff-necked and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt. But you are, for, you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. And you did not abandon them, even after they had cast an image of, of a calf for themselves and said, this is your God who brought you out of Egypt. And they had committed terrible blasphemies. And you did not abandon them in the wilderness because of the great compassion. During the day of the pillar of the cloud, um, wait, during the day, the pillar of cloud never turned away from them, guiding them on their journey. And during the night, the pillar of fire illuminated the way in that they should go. So I, um, I love that because even when we choose the wrong things, even when we oppose him, right? Like we're choosing ourselves. He's a forgiving God yep. and gracious and compassionate. Like even in Judges, um, he, they would choose their own way. And then when they would cry out, um, he would he would turn he would give them. I'm trying to read it because it says it in Nehemiah as, as well, where they kept cho choosing their their own ways. But then God always, like when they cried out, He would always turn back to them. Mm -hmm. So like He would uh, even in Romans it says like He would get He gives you up to a debased mind, right? Like He gives you up to your own desires, to your own selfish ways. Um, but if you cry out, he's going to be there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, I love that. Like God is so, um, faithful. He's so loving. He's so forgiving. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the fact that he lets you do these bad things. The fact that he lets you choose your own way. That's loving. Right. But, but. And then when you when you decide, oh, okay, I've had enough of this mess that I've created for myself, he's forgiven and loving. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Those are those are my thoughts. What do you think? <laughs> well, yeah, I think um, I think it's it's talking about Korah there, where it's like they appointed themselves a leader. Um, I think so. Korah's yeah. rebellion, mm -hmm. where they appointed a leader, and then God ended up swallowing. That's them. That's what like, I was <laughs> thinking as well. It doesn't say specifically, um, but. That's no, what I was that's what that's well. what my men, mind went to for sure. And yeah. then um uh you know talking about how they built this you know calf and they were like this is the the god who brought you out of Egypt like they're going back to the Baal over and over and over again and Ashra and Baal and all these other people who are like all these other gods that are coming in and, and kind of taking over um the people are allowing them to just you know take the credit of of Yahweh, you know? And it's like crazy to think about um, that even through that, right, God is willing to lead them through the desert and, and he's willing to uh, provide light for them and shade for them and um, and be their God. You know, he, like he is their chosen people. That's one of the things that, that I still recognize even going to Israel today is like the Israelites are God's chosen people. Yeah, we're grafted in. 
but they're God's chosen people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and you see that in a new way, I think, when you go to Israel, when you experience that land and you experience those people. Um, when you see the Christians that are there, you know, the Israelite Christians or the, the Messianic Jewish people who understand that, that Jesus is Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just is a different way of thinking, you know? And it's a different, to understand who the people are, Right. And again, we have the same inheritance as them now. Like mm-hmm. we're grafted into that, but that is still God's land. You know, um, all of it is just, it's so spectacular to, to look at. And again, it goes back to this thought that like God is love and he loves us unconditionally mm-hmm. and infinitely. Like there's not a love on planet earth or anywhere else that we could possibly under, like we could possibly even equate to that type of love. Mm-hmm. And so for us, like we, it's hard for us to even understand or comprehend how God could love us that much and how he continues to love us even through the things that we're doing. Right. Not that there's not punishment speaking of Korah, right? Like he was swallowed up by the earth. And so we're all of his followers. Like that is a thing where like God was done with that, you know, and he's going to take care of it. Noah's Ark, right? He was done with the earth and he's going to take care of it. Um, There's a bunch of examples of that in scripture as well, but God chooses to be loving to so many more than he punishes directly like that. And I'm trusting that your wrath is not boiling up against us either. It would be really amazing if you could help us out, subscribe, follow, like, share, and rate us five stars on the podcast platforms. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know? So what do you think about um, them or uh, and us mm-hmm. always uh, turning away? Yeah. Like it says in verse 28, but as soon as they had relief... They again did what was evil in their in in your sight, so you abandoned them to the power of their their enemies who dominated them. When they cried out to you again, you heard from heaven and rescued them. Many times in your compassion. Yeah. So like, you, you he he gives us up to be idiots. Yep. And then we turn back to him, and he hears us. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe not even in the same generation. It could be several generations sure. later. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of that? Well, I mean, I think that, like, it's... So I wrote, I wrote this paper in college, and this is really when God started speaking to me about this subject specifically, but the idea of forgetfulness, right? I, I think our worst characteristics as humans, other than our, our natural sin nature, right, is our ability to forget. And because we have that, we can we can never stay in the exact same place with God as we have been in the past. And so just like the Egyptian or just like the Israelites, right. And in, in the Egyptians seeing God's power and all this different stuff, like um, we end up forgetting those things in our lives. And so while I've never seen miraculous things as in like someone raising from the dead or something like that, um, I've seen many things in my life that I, I know that I know that I know that I know that God is there. That's, this is why we talk about anchor points so much when it comes to our relationship, when it comes to my relationship with God, right? Because that those anchor points keep me in, in a sane mental state when it comes to relating with God, because I remember these things that he did for me. I remember when that hundred dollars showed up in our mailbox randomly when we needed money. Right. Or like, there's just so many different things in our lives when, when God has appeared and made things happen, right. Whether it's you getting jobs or us moving to Tennessee or this YouTube channel or whatever else it is. Like Mm -hmm. God has made himself very clear to us time and time and time and time again, but we will never be able to live in that moment again. Mm -hmm. So 
like I think back to when I was in middle school attending these different conferences when I really truly gave my life to Christ and, and began to like live my life fully encapsulated by him. Um, I will never be able to go back and live those moments, but I try to anchor them so that I can remember them. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's no way that I'm going to be able to go back to that exact moment and feel those feelings that I felt. Mm -hmm. There's just no way because I'm a forgetful human being. And so this, I think is our biggest weakness because we, we don't, we don't fully remember. Yeah. And this is why all throughout scripture, we see them making altars. We see them naming places, specific things like, like, um, Jehovah Jireh or, um, or these different altars that are built after, um, specific things happen. Like when, you know, the bronze serpent is raised and all those people are healed. Like there's, there's a remembrance of these things because of our forgetful nature. Like we have to build those things. Mm -hmm. That's why we make iconography or we, we do different things in order to remember, do this in remembrance of me, right? Mm -hmm. Communion. Yeah. Like it's all, it's all a form of us going back to those moments over and over and over again, because God is wanting us to come back to him over and over and over again, because he is the well, right? The living water. And you can't just go to the living water once you have to live in that. You have to continue to consume it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I really think about that. I think, I think that the Israelites fall and fall and fall because they forget. We fall and fall and fall because we forget. Not only do we forget the good things, but we also forget the bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we forget the pain of sin mm -hmm. whenever those consequences happen. Right. It's like someone who goes to jail. Like you get caught doing something. You go to jail for nine months. You get out and you do it again. Why? Because the, the consequence of the reward for doing what you're going to do, whatever it is, illegal or whatever, like is is then out is overshadowed by the pain that you felt in the nine months in prison. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think I think that's really where I sit with it overall. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting that you brought that up because the whole reason why I brought um, Nehemiah 9 to the table was because I was doing this uh, women's study and it was about remembering. Yeah. Um, so that proves that she used the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool because it's about um, we're in the section of about meditation it's not new age you know this is mm. not about emptying your mind it's about filling your mind with god's word about being in his presence about um remembering like to to the for today's it was remembering all the amazing things that he's done and yeah. and and living in that remembrance uh, uh in that memory um so that you can turn to him right because he's always there so it's really cool that you proved the point <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good stuff for sure. Awesome. Nehi Maya. He was really short. Cause he's Nehi. Get it? If you want to check out this full episode, you can do that on patreon.com slash the snipe life. This is the best way to help us to support what we're doing here on the Better Not Easy channel. Thank you very much. Just remember that following Jesus is better not easy.